Women STEM podcast. I am your host Kelly and today we'll be discussing about applying for jobs during COVID. So this episode it's going to be just me speaking about my experience about applying for jobs during COVID. Let's take it back. So initially when we first went into lockdown here in the UK I was actually doing my master's and so I was really perplexed at the time as to whether or not I was actually going to be graduating, how was it the setup going to be from home, and in the end I did end up finishing all of my university work, but it was done all from home. And so my university would send me my exams and coursework and everything had to be done from home. and. It was quite a stressful experience during the time. Um, Now looking back at it, it seems quite straightforward, but during the time uh, there was like food rationing. We weren't quite sure when we were gonna come out of lockdown. We really weren't sure what was going on with the world. And uh, when I moved back to my parents' place, I wasn't quite sure like how long I was gonna stay there for. When was I gonna go get to go back to my university um, accommodation? So it was a very stressful time, but I still managed to complete all my courseworks. And I remember I had like eight of them in my exams as well. Um, But I I think my university was quite considerate during the time and they did try to offer us as much support as possible. So what was it like graduating during COVID? So to be honest with you, still doesn't feel like I graduated really because I never got to have a ceremony and my university didn't do like any type of online celebration or anything like that. I was quite lucky because I did do my bachelor. I did complete my bachelor like the year before. So I did get to have a graduate. I did get to have a graduation experience. So that was nice, but it would have been nice to also had some sort of celebration for my masters because it was quite intense and so moving on to prepping for interviews so during the time when i was prepping for interviews uh we were still um somewhat during you know during lockdown and what have you not and i did remember making sure to like take breaks in between applying for jobs and making sure to go out for walks and stuff for my health which was very beneficial but I did definitely find with interview prep listing all the companies that I was applying for and when I put in the application what the next steps were in an excel spreadsheet was quite helpful and there are also apps as well that can help you with that process because when you start applying for jobs there can be a lot of them and you can have like a lot of different companies and a lot of them had um psychometric tests as well that they wanted to be completed or coding tests or maybe they want you to send over your portfolio so each job tend to have like a different requirement and it's important that you make sure that you don't miss it otherwise they will disregard your application so you wouldn't want that to happen um, something else that really helped with my exam prep was using my career service from my uh, master's university and my 
bachelor's university actually so they both have career services and as an alumni student you can have access to it even if you've graduated and so with them i um they looked over my resume uh i did a lot of mock interviews with them which was very helpful um the only thing that wasn't helpful with the career service is that they don't have uh, like they don't specialize and in the jobs that I was applying for especially like in engineering tech roles they're gonna ask you very technical questions and the people who are uh, mock interviewing me in the career service just didn't have that uh, knowledge so that led me to go to YouTube and on YouTube I found so many uh, YouTubers both male and female who discussed their interviewing process um, I watched a lot of uh, Day in the Life Of, which gave me inspiration and motivated me um, throughout the interview prep, because it can be quite a tiring uh, process to go through, especially during COVID. And I also, you know, used YouTube to look at the possible questions that I might get asked. And I would create a document um, where I would put my replies to those answers. And with that document, with the replies that I would set, I would then cater it for each uh, interview that I would think I would have. For example, if I had an interview with Dyson, then I'd make sure to look at the company's history and kind of link that together in a star technique with my strengths and et cetera. I also did a lot of coding online. So I did quite a lot of coding practices, coding preps. There's so many different resources online that can help you with coding if you want to learn a new language as well. And I actually really found very helpful recording myself. So I would do like a mock interview with myself and I would record myself and look at my responses. And by replaying it back, I could see where I was struggling to answer a question. And there was where I knew that I had to do a bit more work, as well as the fact that with some of the interviews that I had, it was actually recorded. Um, they were like pre-recorded interviews. So they'll send you a link with a video um, where they're going to record you and you just get asked questions on the screen and you don't have any um, knowledge beforehand that you're gonna get, what questions you're gonna get asked and it's being recorded. And the moment you hit uh, finish, that automatically gets sent to the company. So it's really important that you prepare well for those recorded interviews because you're not going to have somebody to go back and forth with. It's just um, very strict in the way how they did it. And what companies did I apply for? I applied for many companies. I applied for big tech companies. I applied for startups. I even applied for some companies that were a bit out of my field, but they did offer like engineering type roles. But I did actually apply for FANG. And so FANG stands for Facebook, Apple, things, Netflix and Google. And so I did apply for three of the FANG companies and I actually got through and I got interviews with them and I remember like with the Apple process, I was in so much shock that they picked my application because it was probably like 
thousands and thousands of people that applied for it and I was like one of 10 people 10 people that actually got through to the nitty-gritty interview process and I had so much imposter syndrome when I was doing the interview with Apple and actually by the time when I came out of the interview I realized that it was the process actually wasn't as bad um especially here in the UK I feel like in America the interview process for getting into big tech companies might be a lot more stressful but here in the UK it was I felt like it definitely wasn't as as intense as the American one and I think that in hindsight like if I had prepared just a tad bit more and hadn't let my imposter syndrome kick in as much I could have gotten that position needless to say um with regards to the interview process there's especially in tech roles there's so many different interview processes so for the current role that i have now i had to do five interview processes i had one with the recruiter who was just checking you know i guess they were checking me um you know checking to see if i was who i am checking my credentials and then I had one with the line manager, and then I had one which was a <clears throat> So the interview process. So with the company that I'm currently working for now, I actually had five interview rounds, which is very different than a lot of my friends who have uh, different professions than me. They tend to have like maybe two, maybe three at max, but five can be quite excessive. And um, there was a lot of paperwork and admin as well that had to be done as well. But when you're looking to work in a big tech company, that is gonna be a lot of interview rounds. And so the first part of the process that I can remember um, was the interview with the recruiter. And so they just asked me a couple of questions. They explained to me the role and what I should be expecting. And then from that, I managed to uh, get another interview and that was with the line manager. And then after that, I had a group interview. So in group interviews, they make you do group activities. And I remember it was like, a, I think it was like something from nine to three. So or maybe nine to one it was quite a long day of for the group interview and then after that I believe I had another interview and then I also had an interview where I had to do a presentation about the company's technology which was so nerve-wracking because I hadn't done something like that in an interview before but I just prepared the slides I practiced to the best of my ability did a lot of research that I could find and then they got back to me and they offered me the job so I was really pleased with that but I also had received job offers from other companies as well so I really had to take my time to compare the offers to see which one would be best suited in the line with what I want to achieve in my future. And I would definitely recommend that as well. 
And I would definitely say make sure when, you know, you're waiting for a sponsor, waiting to receive an offer, to make sure to check your junk mail. Because surprisingly, when I received the reply back from Apple about my interview process, it actually ended up in my junk mail, which I wasn't, you know, expecting. I was wondering why haven't they gotten back to me? Why haven't they gotten back to me? But it was actually my junk mail. And also make sure to ask for feedback. So... There were also, I, I've done, I had done a lot of interviews by the time I got to the one that I got my job with. And at the time doing so many interviews, it felt like a waste of time. It felt like at times that it was, you know, taking away my energy and stuff like that. But actually it really helped build up that strength of, having quick responses for interviews. And so by the time I got the interview with the company that I'm working with now, I was really confident with my replies because I had done like maybe over uh, 10 interviews. So I was like really good. I had uh, quite good responses. I knew what to say and how to say it. And also being on Clubhouse helped a lot as well. There was a lot of uh, recruiters on Clubhouse, a lot of career advisors, and they would give us tips about here's what you should do and here's what you shouldn't do. And I did actually find that very helpful. Overall, what would I say it was like applying for jobs during COVID? I would say it was quite a strenuous um, experience because when I was, uh, once I had graduated, it was like all I was doing and everything else was closed. So you can. I could only really uh, just be applying for jobs. Um, however, I would say that the STEM field, especially technology and engineering, wasn't really impacted by COVID in the sense of uh, less jobs available. Um, I would actually say in some regards with tech companies, there are now even upscaling even more especially as now more companies are transferring over more into technology more into uh, virtual more into cloud because of the need for everybody to be online now so I would say in that regard like job security in the tech industry has been um, from what I've experienced it was it was all right <laughs> and um, yes, I remember when I was younger and I, and I started looking into what type of role I wanted to get into in engineering and something to engineering and tech. And that was one of the reasons why I did actually pick this field, as well as the fact that I really enjoyed it. But I could tell that there was going to be job security and a need for this in the future. And my prediction on that was right. Overall, I would definitely say, um, regardless of whether you're applying for a job in COVID or not, make sure that you find an online community. I found that so helpful, having an online community. Um, I managed to find a massive online community that I didn't even know existed on Twitter, on Instagram, on Clubhouse, and I even created a community myself. And this was so helpful during my job seeking experience because especially when you're a woman in stem and your experience of applying for jobs is 
quite different. And although I had my family and my friends, a lot of them didn't specialize in what I was trying to specialize in. And they just, you know, having to go through five different um, interview rounds, having to explain that I'm going to have a, a coding question that I have to do on a whiteboard and it's going to be like this and that. I feel like to some extent they didn't really understand some of the processes. So having other people who are also seeking for jobs as well at the same time as me and having somebody to, you know, um, like I had some people who I was able to revise with for coding questions, people who I was able to ask questions like, you know, have you ever worked for this company before? And they were able to answer as well as I, think having a mentor as well can be very useful during this time and as far as finding a mentor um, I think I'll probably do an episode on that in the future but I would definitely say LinkedIn helped a lot so overall I would say it was definitely an experience and I'm so glad now to be at the other side of the interview process I am I've started working now for i've been working now for about three four weeks um the time is going by so quickly but i am a digital solutions engineer and i think i'll probably be explaining more about that uh, more about my role in the future and definitely you'll be seeing more about it on instagram and i definitely feel so much more at peace now that i do have a job i feel like the interviewing process and then going straight from graduation it was definitely stressful but now I can definitely see how it's like kind of paying off and I feel so much more settled I've moved to London because of my work and so that was also an experience and I look forward I look forward to progressing even more in my career and to also help inspire more women in STEM and to also help women to get into STEM. But I definitely feel like there are definitely certain aspects of uh, getting into STEM or being in STEM that's not highlighted or spoken about enough. And hopefully with this episode of applying for jobs during COVID, this can give you some inspiration of how you might want to go about applying for jobs. However, if you would like more information or you would like to ask me a question or you would like to keep up with the Women in STEM podcast, please make sure to follow me on Instagram at Kelly underscore engineer or on Twitter at Kelly underscore engineer. And you can also find us on Clubhouse. So the club is called Women in STEM. And I look forward to interacting with you. And please make sure to subscribe to the Women in STEM podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to it on and welcome to women in stem podcast i am your host kelly and today we'll be discussing about applying for jobs during covid so this episode it's going to be just me speaking about my experience about applying for jobs during covid so, 